I've only seen it on YouTube. I have so many questions. Do I need to move on? I think Please. So. <laughs> okay, okay. I don't know what's happening. As the boss of the podcast, I'm concerned that I don't know what's happening. And a lot of times it's backwards or really formal, overly formal. Why did you say it like that? Toilet paper? The yeah. thinnest type of paper that man ever invented? Wilson! <laughs> Look at that, it's fine. Okay, here's where y'all are so wrong because y'all are idiots. Just to be clear, did you say Robert De Niro? Yes. I'm sorry. Have you seen the movie? Have you not seen Godfather Part 2? Oh, no. As the boss of this podcast, I'm going to say that. The the listeners at home can't see the look of (laughs) the movie I have on my face right now. But I, I I want them to know that I am dumbfounded by that comment. This is not the podcast you deserve. Thanks for joining us on Not the Podcast You Deserve. On this week's episode, we have a really exciting special guest. Uh, My good friend, Matt Singletary, is joining us on the show. A uh, former NFL, CFL football player, Olympic handballer, writer, actor, I want to say producer. We're not totally sure what producers do, so I I don't know if I can credit you with that. (laughs) I actually have on my list of notes to ask him questions. I have is what's the producer? Nobody does. (laughs) Literally, no one does. Thank you. That's that's the best thing to pass around. But guys, I couldn't be more excited to introduce our guest this weekend, Drew Crawford, a TV producer, movie producer, Broadway (laughs) producer. No, actually, guys, thank you for having me. I'm stoked. I'm stoked to be here. I love listening. I'm a huge fan. Um, there's there's no way you've ever listened. Thank you. You're our other oh, listener. Oh, I, oh, I have. You're, <laughs> you're the other one. <laughs> do, you, do you know our listener you're in Japan? Fan 48. <laughs> <laughs> we, we have oh, one listener in Japan, apparently. Do you know them? Because I think it's like you I mean, and then that person. I got my I got my computer from kind of like an offsite thing, so I think it's just my IP. <laughs> mm, mm. Being rerouted through Japan. Yeah, I think I think it just I don't know. How, I can't fix it. All of my all that of makes my shipping really Japan. tough for any online purchases. That's what makes it yeah, really it's hard. Super tough. <laughs> Matt, go ahead and tell the people at home uh, what it feels like to have all of your thoughts be heard by almost a dozen people. Oh man, <laughs> guys, it's it's mind blowing. Terrifying, I mean, isn't it? And I know yeah. you guys experience everywhere you go. People are like, oh, Kyle, Drew, Drew, it's, it's exhausting. Because we just go with each other. We're just we're just saying each other's names. <laughs> and shoot, man, I only I forgot to mention this. We only go in public together. We we have never been able to. It's our it's way bit. too dangerous far too dangerous alone if, if you can think about like comparing lining up you know against the the tackle on like the first play of a big college football game versus like your first couple seconds and not the podcast you deserve like which one's more like 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 anxious you know which which one gets you more fired I'll tell you up? what i was hoping you would say nerve-wracking because it's this god dang it uh, i was trying to come up with nerve-wracking nothing, see this is nothing, this is why we need professional compares. actors on the show nothing more often compares man this <laughs> It's like, mm. man, oh, I got, I got one chance to make a first impression, or like, if I mess up, I can just line up again next play. <laughs> not on part. this podcast. We do not know how to not edit. A, not with <laughs> Kyle's editing, that's for sure. <laughs> I'm well, a very selective good editor. News, good news, we have an editor. Bad news, 
if you if you have someone that knows how to edit, we would love it because we we don't we don't know how to do it yet. We're learning. Pretty. It's still early. Still early. Yeah. It's not fun. It's it never like, makes you more self-conscious of how hard you breathe when you edit though. Absolutely. Or like how yeah. like loud you click, like how loud you click yeah. your mouse. It's just like, Oh my God, why did I do Literally, it? Like I was that? like, is that me? How many <laughs> pens do I have by me? <laughs> have I been doing that the whole time? Why did no did, one tell did no me? One ta- no one told me I did that when I talk like good night. It's like, is this how I sound to everybody else? This, oh my and this God. Is, this is how you, Drew, this is how you hear me? Like, oh, I'm so, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. That's I my apologize. fault. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I, I didn't know to apologize because, well, now I do. Really, it's on you for not telling me if we're going to come back around. <laughs> Truly. Yeah. And if, and if we can be honest, it's on you. The onus is only on you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, for not letting me know, mm-hmm. but I'll apologize for my part. So this week to, to start us off, I thought that we might just throw up a little softball question of, uh, What's your favorite sports movie, right? There's a, it's not like there's a million of these. Um, Only, yeah. It's a, it's a fun category. It's almost across the board for me. I, I love all sports movies, even the bad ones. They're just inspiring at some level. Um, but I didn't know if you guys had a favorite. Anything come to mind? Michaela and the Bee. Jesus. <laughs> That's so, I was about to say dodgeball as like the like off-cuff one, and Does you come up with count? that. Does that not count? Cadet Kelly, top really high Kelly. up there. Wow, I forgot about Cadet Kelly. Um, well, yeah, I mean, color guard is. We're in Texas. That's true. That's true. No, yeah, that's uh, that's that's and that's such like a and this, I'm gonna take full blame for this because we were like, yeah, we should have like a you know like a central theme because I wanted to bring you on. Just had like a thousand questions about like how stuff is made because I just don't know. <laughs> and then Drew was like, no, we need like a theme. I was like, yeah, do sports movies then. And that's like such a knockoff thing because you're That'll not be just a sports like, person. Wow. Racing stripes. <laughs> there are so many. <laughs> that's uh, there's, but to me, I don't know about you, but like to me, anytime I watch a football movie, I get a turned off really fast about like the terminology because like it usually is nothing anywhere close to anything it's that would actually so happen. But also yeah. too, like, the action, like every hit is like a freaking train wreck, you know? And like, <laughs> yeah. and like every incomplete pass, like the receiver, like gets decked and does like eight flips. And you're like, okay, there are times that they just drop the ball or the ball just goes over Absolutely. their head. Like that happens in her life. Yeah. Yeah. And you don't also, have to catch everything. Exactly. And like in, uh, in, in every like football movie too, for whatever reason, whenever the quarterback throws, like you can it's just very obvious that dude's never thrown a ball before or been like coached how to throw a ball. <laughs> or, I don't know if, or ran. Or ran. Yeah. And then, I don't know if you've seen uh, that, that Netflix show, All American, um, that is good. It's like season two right now. All of my kids love it. So I, I watched it simply so that I have like stuff to talk to my players about. And uh, wow. That is bad. That is some bad football that you Absolutely. they've put on TV, uh, and like the guy who's supposed to be like the star quarterback, like I swear could not could not like a, complete a ten yard pass of what sport? Yes, yes, this is some really really bad stuff. So like I get really turned off with football stuff just because like it's so cringeworthy. But I'm sure like mm-hmm. other people like it's fine. I, I don't know. But uh, like draft day, did you guys see draft day? The Kevin Costner. Oh, yeah. It's the did. one oh, Kevin Costner sports movie I haven't seen that's well and you should probably keep it that way uh, i was gonna say and you don't need you're not missing 
a thing. It is so, it is, that is my least favorite movie I've ever watched, ever spent money on. It is so bad. And like nothing that actually happens in those two hours would like conceivably happen. With, yeah. Or yeah. like is, has anything to do with an NFL draft. Like at one point <laughs> he like trades for a player and he like asks like his assistant, like what else are they good at? And they're like special teams. You're like, I want the returner too. And you're like, okay, well time out. Like that you're is like, like what? <laughs> That's like one eighth of what special teams is. You yeah. can't just say that. So. Yeah, there's just but a lot. It's hard to I do. don't understand the normal draft. I doubt that I would <laughs> really understand what was happening in draft day. Yeah, that's, uh, that's even fair. with Kevin Costner adeptly walking me through the process. Kevin yeah, Costner and Jennifer Mr. Garner. Mr. Kevin, sir. Yeah. <laughs> Jennifer Garner, she's an angel. Yeah, they they walk you. They they hold your hand through it as. On draft day, they fly back between New York and Cleveland like four times in the same day. And You're like, is, well, okay. <laughs> like, I didn't know people did that. Like, no, they don't. Is it sure not don't. a 72-hour process? And, like, his, we're, they, like, did, decide to bury his the, dad's ashes, like, on draft day, like, in the middle <laughs> of the draft. And you're like, okay, time out. What's well, going on? I don't think he can do that. Like, no, he, he can, and he does every year. <laughs> if you build it, they will come. If you Maybe build Kev. it, like, wait, wait, Kev, Kev, bye. <laughs> I, I apologize for derailing this. That was all to say that I hate football movies. I've, I've very rarely oh, sat through a football movie and been like, oh, that was, I like that. I think, uh, I, like I think, uh, Friday Night Lights is probably like the closest one, but even that is like such a depressing movie. Cause like it, mm-hmm. after they lose in such a heartbreaking fashion, then like the tide, the end slide is like the next year they went undefeated and won the state championship. You're like, why did you rip my heart out multiple times yeah, over this one? This my <laughs> Everybody can... returned and they were the best team in the nation. <laughs> but you'll never see that. Too. This time, Billy Bob Thornton <laughs> yeah. gives better speeches. <laughs> my favorite thing about Friday Night Lights is you have the high school team who's going up against what looks like an NFL pro team. Yeah. yeah. Like the yeah, other team. NFL all pro like, <laughs> are giant. Are we sure? Yeah. yeah and, okay. And who are clearly all just football players because they don't have any speaking lines, right? Yeah. No, yeah. not not even like man, good luck. Not even like captain's meeting for the game. <laughs> right. And anyone here talk coherent sentences and they were like <laughs> Nope. Well, I think even no the opposing team's coach just like blew a bubble, right? Isn't that like the he never even had a line either? <laughs> he was just like and chewing bubble gum. Have- a uh, line it's like they That's even so gave funny. like lawrence taylor lines in any given <laughs> sunday and i was like if that dude can have some lines these guys can clearly clearly say something i was like oh, maybe not i did maybe not i did love any given sunday one of my one of my least favorite things about football movies specifically though and it comes up in any given sunday is the um like oh there's one guy who just his body is so injured he's gonna have to like take some pills or take some steroids yeah. or like you know yeah ab- absolutely there's always that Court one dude like really and it's like that i don't think that happens like You're every like, week i, I like, think weekend and week he out. wouldn't play you know what day it is <laughs> sunday so that means your pills for your body okay i guess i guess we have that every week but I, I think you are right. In every football movie, there's that one like, like what is it? The program? You, yeah. You got the you got the dude. Any given Sunday, probably. Uh, remember the Titans? I'm sure there's a dude. 
Varsity Blues. Little Giants. I mean, we all know. (laughs) (laughs) We all remember that kid who was – those Reese's Pieces, those are steroids. (laughs) Those little Giants were doping. There's no way they weren't. That's not candy. Yeah, that's not candy. There's no way they weren't. (laughs) It doesn't add up. There's no way they weren't. You can't convince me they weren't. Oh, my gosh. Actually, bringing up, like, little kid sports movies I think is interesting because those, when you see them as a kid, like – um, just impact your life in a very significant way, at least for me. I I'm remember still seeing, trying um, to buy a pair of Michael Jordan shoes to this day. <laughs> <laughs> I remember seeing uh, Rookie of the Year for the first time and being like, this is the greatest movie ever. Like a 12-year-old made it to the major leagues. Like, Henry <laughs> Rowan Gardner. God knows it. Wow. Uh, but that's favorite sports movie for me. I think is Talladega Nights or Dodgeball. That's how I feel about sports movies. What do you, what do you guys have? What are y'all's favorite sports movies? Wow. Send it right to Matt because Matt won't derail <laughs> wow. as quickly as the other two will. I can I can get through mine quick. I actually had five movies, and they were up to up to kind of Drew's point. They're all kids' movies, well, except for Major nice. League. But they're all <laughs> movies I watched when I was a kid. And I had to, I had them duke it out in four categories. And uh, there was a very clear winner. And the categories, I promise I'll get through this quick. We got plot creativity, quotability, cast, and Falco power. Falco so, <laughs> power. Um, You've yeah. already put way more effort into this than any of us have. But I, I went through, I went through it kind of where they all did, and they had the most points. But the winner, obviously was The Replacements. Great um, movie. Because of Keanu Reeves was yeah. obviously the uh, the winning factor in Falco power that none of the Falco. other movies had. When he pulls out a gun uh, and headshots every single opponent, <laughs> I was like, wow, this movie is good. John Wick <laughs> oh, Okay, I was, like, I was so confused for a second. All right, Kyle, Kyle I'm was back. Like, Wait, what? I was like, when is that the extended version? Gentlemen with a pencil. It was so clean. It was so clean. <laughs> I, I personally didn't think they had to kill his dog. And he, 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 he <laughs> that was too wrong. far. Everything like, else was fine. Like, he threw that pencil with a perfect spiral. About? Yeah, they, they took the kicker's bar and they killed Falco's dog. That was like not cool, guys. Hey, man, what movie are we talking about? I'm still Kyle, still like, I don't, I don't remember any of this. this you can tell us is earlier than we normally do our podcast because I did not catch the John Wick <laughs> reference. And normally I'm like right up there with John Wick reference. I did see Kyle's face like. <laughs> this no. mass confusion when no. did that happen no. oh man as far as sports movies for me i i love almost all the decom the disney channel original movie sports movies brink, brink. brink was on mine brink yes. was on mine. alley cat strike Kyle, man, brink. luck oh, of the man. irish i mean yeah. oh my gosh Ooh. Ooh. what about uh what is it like double trouble volleyball uh, there's double, te- oh, there's guys, double teamed the most questionable the most questionable yeah movie it didn't age well yeah they're like, oh, like, ten year olds are watching these. Two, It'll be fine. Blonde girl, oh. double team. I was like, ooh, ooh, ooh. that's what it was called. <laughs> Never mind. It was like scratch, scratch that off. Yeah, <laughs> not, <laughs> not gonna search for that one. Oh, okay. Yeah, I remember that one now. Demonetized. Yeah. The, the twins that played basketball, right? I'm tracking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. What was yeah. the one with the si se buele, si se buele? Is that volleyball? What was no, that? No, I think gotta it's kick uh, it up. Gotta kick it up. The cheerleading. Yeah, one. gotta kick it up. That was cheerleading? what about jump in. The Double With Dutch movie? Corbin Blue? Oh, I missed that <laughs> no, one. <laughs> They're like, guys, guess what? 
This guy is, we all know, super straight from High School Musical, <laughs> total jock. What would he love? I don't know, double dutch? Double dutch. Like, Jumping a rope. Like, what does everybody hey. and their dog love? Double dutch. <laughs> Who is We'll say it at the count of three. One, two, three, double dutch. <laughs> double dutch. Like, what? <laughs> Double Dutch, they're like, all right, everyone kind of agreed. You all heard it. A couple called in. We'll do it. Double Dutch. Like, <laughs> we'll no. call in. It's a write-in ballad. It's already done. Yeah, movie's done. Like, we had what? one ballad from what? our producer, whatever that means. <laughs> yeah, one ballad from Steve. And he also suggested the, the Jax movie, but that one didn't fly for some reason. <laughs> the Jax movie? Here we go in Double Wait, Dutch. And then again. we would have spun it off into Pogs, but nobody even gets that anymore. <laughs> Man, oh, I would have loved to see a Pogs movie. Wasted so much money on Pogs. And then we made a live action battleship, so I don't even know who we are anymore. <laughs> and then I don't even know what happened. And we had Rihanna in it, who is a good actress. Question mark. I don't know. Question I'd really mark. like to work with someday. Yeah. <laughs> Just call have your people, mark. call my people. But then my uh my my absolute favorite is Fired Up. The yes. movie. And I do uh, I already I already knew I already knew Drew's answer. Yep. Yeah. Fired up sure. is greatness. Fired up is so great. That might be the best sports movie of all time now that you've said that. Yeah, I, period. And let's be there's clear. Not, it's a football movie and then a cheerleading movie. And a cheerleading movie. And then yeah. cheerleading. I, I may have said this on uh, air before. I love that movie. It's great. It's hilarious. But it is really hard to explain to somebody why they should go out and see that movie. <laughs> oh, it's like, yeah. As soon as you start describing the plot, you're like, ooh. <laughs> you're like, oh, and you know what? You, you should you start, just take my word for it to make me stop talking about it. It's, it's you start really whispering the plot a little bit quieter and quieter. <laughs> yeah. And I, I basically like, just go with... Uh, kind of other stuff too. Yeah. I basically just go with, hey, it's uh, Wedding Crashers for high schoolers. Oh, okay. That's pretty good. But with sports. You know what? That's a lot yeah. better. Wedding Crashers also... Yeah. Is that also a sports movie though? Uh, you get a scene of football... Can't you, be. Get, you get uh, you get hunting. <laughs> do, you, do you think that the whole movie True. revolves yeah. around them playing football for the two best home? scenes in that movie are when they're playing football? He's getting destroyed. Crab cakes and football. That's what Maryland does. And the second you know best what? scene is when he's like, "You got a problem?" He's like, "Not as much as I do with what you're wearing or your general demeanor." But yeah, let's go shoot some birds. I'm psyched. I'm psyched. You psyched. I got a question for y'all. Does Balto count as a sports movie? Because it could the be dog a race. I, I think so. I think so. There is a dog race. <laughs> if if it counts, I, have, I'm gonna put it up there. One. They have a race in it, and it's pretty key to the plot. Animated movies. <laughs> it does it does progress the plot quite a bit. I'm with you on that. That's Except, but can anybody be point out? Balto wasn't the hero. In real life, Balto was the guy that like phoned it in and ran the last mile. <laughs> I don't remember. The, I don't remember the what? other dog's name, but like in the true, yeah, in the don't true really. story. <laughs> don't, don't. That's do a this. true I love, story. I love ruining. It's a true story, and I love ruining Balto for people. Balto ran like one one hundredth of the race. No, hello. Yeah. Don't mm -hmm. don't get that out of here. I'm gonna. Don't, don't. Kyle, <laughs> Kyle, edit that out. Don't. Edit that out, Kyle. <laughs> what I'm 100% not going to do, do now. You do Go YouTube how to edit and cut out <laughs> that part where he ruined my favorite sports yeah, movie. Can someone, can that one guy, can you, can you tell us how to just do the, the editing process? I want to do it, Kyle. Produce it. And make me forget how to hear about Balto. I don't I, know if I can love again. <laughs> I don't know. 
I watched an 18 minute YouTube video trying to teach me like how to make an intro song. And I think I gave up and just spent like an hour on my you're phone, like, hey, like messing what? around with it, which yeah. is what we got now. So, you know, y'all are welcome. Yeah, I like, did that. that was, you know what? I don't want to do this. A hundred percent creativity from me and an iPhone for in two hours of just messing around with it. So, and it, it worked got, out perfectly. Thank you. And now we got Matt freaking Singletary here with us today. Uh, How about that? I would like Kyle to say, Cox. And yeah, I showed up today as well. We didn't get uh, Matt <laughs> Singletary until we had the uh, the intro music all set up, though. So, man, I don't know, Kyle, Kyle. You've kind of been phoning it in like Balto, so I don't. Whoa, I'm, whoa! Really I'm gonna split, pick it up for the last your game up. The Trigger. last ten minutes I'm of triggered. this podcast, I'm really gonna kick in. I'm Kyle, really gonna kick in. Make sure that in our intro, yeah. there's a trigger alert for all those Balto fans out there, because <laughs> all the Balto fans they're gonna need some fact checking before we release this episode. Um, <laughs> But on a, on a real note, I think Warrior could be what my favorite sports movie. Oh, that's right? a good one. Yeah. Such a, such a great movie. We didn't even talk about Rocky. Goodness gracious. Oh, uh, Matt, I'd like to hear your thought on this because the three of us have already talked. Best Rocky movie. Which one? I got to go four. Yeah, I I mean, go it ended four. the Cold War. It ended the Cold yeah, War. It yeah. healed two nations yeah. that were struggling. I yeah, still he, think that... He, the, it was- the the Mr. Sorry, T guys. Clubber Lang one, uh, Rocky three. Is that three, yeah, that yeah. still to me is just like yeah. that's some good stuff. Um, and we talked last week about how like I think if Rocky would just have put his gloves like over his face to block <laughs> one punch throughout all fifteen movies he was in, like he would have been, you know, he never would have lost. Yeah, but he, he never also been though he also gets hit. I think more than any boxer in <laughs> in all of boxing. Yeah, absolutely. Just I don't. Ev- I don't know how they showed it, and they were like, "Man, we're we can allow this." <laughs> he gets hit so, and like he blocks with his face. Yeah, it's it's unbelievable. It's almost when- like he puts his face closer, <laughs> trying to like yeah. reduce the distance. The the glove has to travel. Hook. Like what? He's like, if, if I, I just mean, lean into it, it won't hurt as bad. If my fist meets their, if my face yeah. meets their fist halfway there, it's like half a punch. Yeah. If I headbutt their half, fist, yeah, it's, it's I'm causing pain. <laughs> I want yeah, to see. I'm the one that's causing the. You're like, well, no. <laughs> I would have loved to have seen all the kids who watched Rocky in theaters and went out to their local boxing rink and was like. Let me show you. I've watched this Rocky 12 times. I know how uh, to box. I know how to box, pal. It, it's every <laughs> hands behind their back. Jeez. Yeah, it's every street fight you've ever seen where everyone's just like. Standing down. straight up and down and just like, yeah. who's going to swing first? Like, every yeah. punch is a haymaker to the face, right? This how yeah. this, uh, that's the only way you do it. <laughs> <laughs> that's how you box and that's how you win. That's how you win, <laughs> that's for sure. I have not seen the Creed movies yet. I want to get to those, though. Um, does anybody, where can I find those? Are those on a streaming service somewhere? No, those must come out during football Ooh. season or something, because I missed it. But you know, what, TV. you know what is on a streaming service? And this is, this is another... We just talked about favorite sports movies. What is y'all's favorite Robin Hood spinoff movie, like modern-day Robin Men Hood? Men and Tights. Yeah, Robin Hood, <laughs> Men and Tights. That's for sure what I was going to say. Tides. Why but, do you think I grew this mustache like this? Come on. I'm sorry, it's did you a, not notice the stash? It's a or? Carrie Elway's uh, honorary mustache. Come on. You got Carrie Elway's and Dave Chappelle. Like, I'm good. <laughs> I, uh, I just got the chance to see the, uh, the trailer for Hood starring Matt Singletary. Was that 2014, oh, 2015? No, I think it shut down. I think it. Oh, it. IMDb says I can get on Amazon Prime for four ninety nine. No, I don't think so. I don't think it can. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> 
Come on, man. Don't shoot me down no, that like was, that. That's what I was, was doing later was today. That, that was a blast. That looks really cool. That's a really cool idea, doing like the modern day spin on Robin Hood. Because every other spin the on Robin Hood. Yeah. <laughs> as a concept. Was fanta- yeah, as a conceptually fantastic. Conceptually. It looks really it looks really cool. It looks kind of like a like an arrow verse like spin on Robin Hood, just because you're wearing the hood and you have an archer. I guess that's anything. In the in the best way possible, I'll say, remember me fondly before <laughs> you watch. But all I'll say. If you if you like take away the original uh, cartoon, I don't know if it's the original, the cartoon Robin Hood with like the fox and the, uh, you know what I'm talking about? Oh, yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah the, absolutely. The Disney one. Has there been another the good? Yes, in the King, uh, what's his name? Tiger uh, Man. Well, yeah, we'll cut this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, the, uh, <laughs> yeah we'll George. cut this. Don't worry. There's been like eight Robin Hood movies since then, and they've all sucked. Yeah. Uh, did y'all see that one yeah. with the. Uh, Oh, come on. It's too early. The guy who played Elton John, his name. Taron Edgerton and Jamie Foxx. Taron Edgerton. Yes, that one. The hood, the yeah. whatever they call that, Robin Never, Hood or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. That came out a couple yeah. years ago, and everybody yeah. hated it. I freaking loved, loved that movie. Okay, great. I There's another. It. There's one more. I really enjoyed it. It wasn't – no one's like, man, this should win some awards, but I thought it was really entertaining. <laughs> Everyone did their job and yeah. not much more. Exactly. And I was like, you know what? They had, you know, Eve Hewson, who's Bono's daughter. I didn't know um, that. Yeah, it's Bono's daughter. Wow. And Taryn right. uh, did a great job. And Jamie Foxx. It's like, for Taryn. Jamie Foxx was, was awesome. Gone. Yes. Yeah. I was like, he had a great accent and did a great job. That was movie like, reminded me a whole lot of the King Arthur remake. Absolutely. Mm. But I did not like the, that. The guy that one was King not Arthur. good. Yes. With yes. Clive uh, Owen. Yeah, and yeah. there's been like a stream of those movies where they're like hyper stylized and like yeah. everybody's the costumes. Guy, yeah, Guy Ritchie. Mm-hmm. And so I did not go end up going seeing that one, but you both rave about the Terran. I mean, if Ooh, you're willing to like go, s- yeah, <laughs> go ahead, Matt. You go ahead and preface uh, it. Don't don't go into it with crazy high expectations. This is yeah, the best Robin movie. Hood movie that's been made. Wow. Okay, Matt Singletary <laughs> says that. Okay, I would yeah, place the Disney I, I Channel. Guess this is gonna be my favorite movie. <laughs> <laughs> favorite sports movie. Favorite sports place... movie. Sports ball. Here we go. Disney cartoon. Taron Edgerton, Robin Hood, Matt Singletary, The Hood. Uh, those are my top three. I think in, in that about order. my ranking. It sounds about right. Carrie Elway's <laughs> Russell Crowe, Kevin Costner. Yeah, yeah. You went down, right? You that's, went. Yes, I was going down. Was. Yeah, going down. Fair enough. Fair enough. So, Dude, how, how do you feel with that? How does that rank in the Kevin Costner sports movie? Uh, is archery a sport? Are we counting it? Uh, <laughs> it's not even like competitive archery. It's archery for thievery. It's just uh, archery for for only game. Like what? Uh, for only game. It's not hunting and it's not competitive archery. I, I don't think it counts as a sports movie. Oh, yeah, man. like wow. Okay, that's fair. Uh, Matt, what are you working on now? Are you working on anything film-wise? Are you writing? Are you getting ready to? I I am. We're working on a a boxing movie right now. Me and my buddy JT are working on two scripts. One is called Running with the Bulls, and one is a boxing movie. Cool. Um, Is wait? Is your boxer going to lean into the punches with his face? Yeah, he can only his. It's (laughs) it's also a superhero movie. He can only block with his face, but he gets stronger. Got it. The more he blocks. Rocky Seven. Genius. Rocky Seven. Yeah. That's well, really cool. We're calling it Rocco One. Oh, got it. Okay. 
Yeah. What Which can you like tell us about one? I got you. <laughs> like I got Rogue you. One. It's the prequel <laughs> mid mid cool. Yeah. Yeah. What can so you tell us about running with the bulls? What is that about? Um, it's a it's a story about like self actualization and uh, it's like a not a midlife crisis. Guy's like 35, 36 years old and just realizes that the life he's been living is is one of just uh, I don't I don't know the best word, but he's he's very content and and doesn't really want anything and instead of living life he's just kind of accepting what life gives him which is you know not a bad thing but um i think a situation that a lot of people find themselves in and so we wanted to write a story that kind of pointed to realizing that you know life is meant to be lived to the fullest and and mm. this guy just this guy ben just meets a group of people who who do that and they're successful you know i guess monetarily which mm -hmm. is the definition of most people's success, but mm -hmm. they're also successful in kind of the pursuit of happiness, if you will, yeah. by, by just living and not really planning everything or being so reserved or scared or not, or doing things out of fear. Um, so yeah, it's kind of a story about a, a guy realizing the, the life that he wants to live is, is attainable, but way different than what he's been doing. Mm. that's cool yeah. uh, Crawford when he opened like intro to you I noticed you have a lot of hats of like writing acting producing and yeah, all man, these things it's, it's a it's a lack of attention span just not great <laughs> <laughs> do you, it's a do nice you way of saying that yeah. do you enjoy one more do you get excited or do you go through phases like I really go really enjoy writing right now or is there one that I, brings yeah, you more I joy I think, you know, to what you said, I think it, I think it's situational and kind of like what flavor of the month, you know, kind of yeah, like, man, yeah. this, this story is really fun. Or like bringing this to life. Cause I think like, like most people, I think creation is, is just so, you know, fun. Mm -hmm. Like this podcast, it's like, Hey, you know, we like this and it's like, Oh, that's cool. But that's where a lot of people end it. Like, man, mm -hmm. I love talking about sports movies and my favorite sports movies. And they talk about it and they're like, that was a good conversation. Like, well, why don't, <laughs> why don't we just do it? And yeah. so many people, you know, if you were you there, it, were you on that phone call when we decided to do this podcast? Were, that was like exactly what Drew, happened. <laughs> did Drew tell you what happened? <laughs> no, I, I agree. And most people yeah. begin to critique instead uh -huh. of create. And I think there are yeah. two different uh, form to paths you go down and there are some yeah. good like great critique like great film critics like yeah. Roger Ebert is the one that just jumps to mind I think but they oh, have absolutely. their pa papers they write on each movie is like an art form too I mean yeah. it, it's kind of building I don't know it there there's an art form to critique that I think goes overlooked but I think if you are just critiquing and have never tried to create something, you're really missing out on how hard it is to just come up with an idea out of nowhere. Well, and to just like fail truly mm. and fall flat on your face and how rewarding and scary and crazy that can be. And Drew, again, to your point, there's so many, it's, it's so much easier to just, you know, rip, rip something apart mm -hmm. and, I think once you even have a small idea of 
you know, what production looks like or what script writing looks like or directing or producing looks like. <laughs> um, it's like, man, this movie now it still sucks, <laughs> but like I can, I can appreciate it so much more or, or even again, like the podcast, putting it together and coming up with ideas, coming up with themes you're like, it's, it's hard work. Like, wow, I, I didn't know that. I don't know if you, if you know this and our, our four other listeners may not know this either, but uh, when we like first got together to finally do this, we'd been talking about for a while. We did, we recorded four episodes uh, like last July. And then we took like six months where we didn't even talk about it. We didn't do anything with it because it was so bad. And like, we knew it wasn't good. Uh And then I finally was just like, guys, like, we're going to suck at this. But each time we do it, we will suck just a little bit less. Yeah. Yeah. And like, maybe by like episode 35, 50, like we've got something that's actually like not bad. We'd be pretty good. Yeah. And so right now where I believe this is, uh, I didn't air the first two or three that we did. I believe this is episode 12 that is like for like everyone to to see. Um, And so we are at least 12 times better than we were a year ago. (laughs) Absolutely. And, and there's something to be said for that because a lot of people would have heard our person and been like, get out, don't do that ever again. Just exponentially. That was terrible. And it made me uncomfortable and I don't want to do it. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Um, I have, I have, that was all really cool. And kind of to hear from somebody who's, you know, been through it all and, and done it. I have a question for you. Um, the Chicago yeah. PD, I know that you were, you were on at least one episode of Chicago PD, right? Mm-hmm. Where does that film? Does that film in Chicago? So every, every like Chicago, uh, they now have like justice, fire, right. PD, yeah. legal, whatever. Hospital. I'm sorry, Chicago justice They're is all, actually a thing? <laughs> I, I think so. I'm wow. pretty sure. The courtroom like side? Lot, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I think, yeah. They just um, took Law and Order and yeah. broke it out into eight different... Exactly. Like, <laughs> sounds like a superhero Chicago, character. Law and Order. Oh, absolutely. Chicago Justice. Chicago Justice. <laughs> Saturday <laughs> mornings like at 10 a.m. I would want just a Kanye West yeah. superhero being Chicago absolutely. Justice. That would be my Chicago thing. Justice. Like, well, yeah. No, that's, that's him. Um, <laughs> I, I heard that's his presidential have, uh, slogan. That's his. Well, that's his uh, vice president's name. Oh, okay, got it. Perfect. <laughs> yeah, running mate. Um, they all film in like the same same spot downtown. It's just a big compound. So they have their soundstage that's downtown Chicago, but they also have like if you look at all the films, I mean all the shows, they all are like the same streets, the same buildings, really, the same area. Yeah, and it's cool. all. It's all like the interiors are mostly soundstage, um, mm. but then they also have their exterior shots are all, you know, the same like three mile course that they can just pick up shots from and yeah. then go to their soundstage. Or, you know, if they're on location, the buildings are normally the same, the same buildings. This one's a fire station. This one's a police station. Then they'll use, you know, something for a hospital it's pretty, it's pretty cool, but it's decently central. That's really yeah. cool. So I, I always wonder for those kind of stuff like Boston legal and stuff, if they actually like, I assume they don't really film in Boston when they were doing Boston legal or whatever, mm-hmm. but um, it's, you also have to get those exterior shots at some point in yeah. time. So yeah. you know, if you just send a film crew out for a week and come back. Yeah. yeah. You send like, you know, you send your kind of like role team, like we'll just get 
whatever. We'll just get some exterior shots or we'll have like a helicopter that flies over and like, we're good for a year. We, we drove around. Got it all. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Like you look at friends, it's like, we're, we're good. That was a soundstage in, in LA. Right. We have, we have all our shots and we got it in one year and we'll use it forever. Right. That makes a lot of sense. Um, And then, so I have, I have another question for you. Someone who's been on TV shows and stuff before. I always thought that a TV show was shot and edited and all that stuff. Kind of like a movie, you know, where it takes like a year Mm -hmm. after you've done it all. And then like, you finally get to see like the, the end process or whatever. And then I was listening to, I'm a, I'm a big, we're all big community fans. You ever watch community? Oh, absolutely. You listen to the darkest timeline. Yes. Listening to the darkest timeline. Um, And they were talking about how like, they would be shooting scenes. They take. They said they'd take a week to shoot a movie or to shoot an episode, which they called like basically a twenty-minute movie. Um, and that at some points in times they would be like a week ahead of the the show being posted, but yeah. they'd have to like go like they'd have to go back on week two and like film something that wasn't done right the week before on like a Wednesday, and it was going to air on Thursday. And that oh, is mind blowing to me. Like, yeah. why is that how it's done? Yeah. Well, you, cause you think about st- like stockpiling TV shows, right? Let's yeah. talk about community. Like Dan Harmon is a perfectionist and he's also a, a, a genius of a writer. Yes. Yeah. So he's like, he's constantly saying, how can we make this as good as possible? And the network's like, yeah, I'm, I'm for you making it as good as possible. But also we have Thursday at eight o'clock. This has but to be also, on the air. Yeah, yeah. Like, also, we're, we're on air now and 30 rock i think has done the most true representation of of what that's actually like i mean in a comical portrayal right. but um it is like we shot two episodes and like okay great but some stuff might happen you might have a writer strike so it's like hey those two episodes got eaten up real quick so we oh, have wow. no cushion so yeah. then we'll try to like okay well we can maybe shoot this episode in three days and shoot next week's in three days and the week after that and so maybe we can just kind of condense it because some shows you know like the netflixes and the those are shot like those are shot like a movie you know game of thrones or something yeah those are shot like a movie and we'll shoot for six months and spend 300 million dollars and be done no reshoots no nothing i mean maybe reshoots but in in that amount of time right but episodics and like multi-cams on fox or abc or those those are i mean grueling yeah well and that's what so for the for the three of us who are you know just avid fans not like you know uh don't know all the ins and outs and stuff they talk a lot about how community was the single cam um show and that's why it took so long because they literally had to do the same scene seven different times to get seven different reactions from people Mm -hmm. that seems to me like a friggin' nightmare (laughs) what was yes what was what's your like preference I think to me, in my opinion, uh, a single cam, like single cam is community. Yeah. Multicam is modern family, right? right? So I think multicam is a little, it's, it's a definite style of, of comedy or style of show. And you can, you can kind of tell when you're looking at it. Um, like, Oh, this is. Cause the flow is a little bit different, right? Yeah. And yeah. It, it's, and it's like a more punchline-y. And, but I prefer single cam because it's more 
it's more real and you know listening to something that's like man that just kind of i know they had to work for this line or you know they had to right. do this whereas not saying multi-cam you don't have to do that but it is they're like multi-cam actors yeah and some people can you know traverse both of them but not usually um, that's wild it is wow a style yeah yeah it's a it's like it's a style of of how it's done how i deliver my jokes how i you know say my lines so is um, that like something you'd put on a resume like done multi-cam and single cam or like what is that or do they just mm, know if you like if you had it on a resume they, mm. they'd know like just like you have soap actors right mm. there's not many soap actors they normally stay in that world yeah mm. um the general hospitals and whatever other soaps there are days of our lives. Don't you dare bad about my stories. But, like, yeah. <laughs> but it's like, you, you don't, you don't really change that much. Um, Cause I've gotten, I've gotten so used to doing this style. If I did single cam or they're like, okay, well you're not, you're just not very good. It's like, no, right. I am. Trust yeah. me, I am. Do not but believe me. I've, yeah. My mom I've, says I'm I've awesome. Over, yeah, my mom told me I'm literally the best, so she can suck it out. But, and she's an angel. But, and she is a, she's a saint. Um, it, is, it is kind of like, okay, well, he, if need be, just like, you know, reading a teleprompter is a skill. Like, oh, he, he can do multicam if need be, but he's a, he's a single cam guy or he's he's a soap guy, like super overly dramatic. And that is everything, wild. Has, to, everything has to be really, but it, that's yeah. just kind of, yeah, the way it is. That was a really cool, what you just did. You, you switched into actor mode right there. And uh, Drew Allen is our, uh, is our Rocky impersonator. And uh, oh, he's the, uh, so he, so at some it point is, we're gonna have to get you and Drew going on a face off of acting skills. <laughs> face off again. Perfect. Oh, y'all can just do face the opening off. scene from face off. Yeah. Travolta. <laughs> Okay, so Matt, don't make me act, of, guys. Don't make me of, act. Speaking of face off, we had an <laughs> earlier episode where we talked about a Nick Cage bracket. Do you have an opinion Ooh. on a favorite Nick Cage movie, or or a, or a favorite worst Nick Cage movie, or him as an okay, actor? I think I was gonna say <laughs> Nick Cage, good or bad. <laughs> yes, like my favorite bad Nick Cage movie is Con Air. How dare you call that a uh, bad movie? Uh, no, <laughs> because right because of him. Because okay, fair. Of, yep. Like Nicolas Cage, watching him, he's so weird. Yeah. He like, traveled. If you, watch, if you watch through, yeah. He traveled to watching Alabama to make sure his accent <laughs> was accurate. <laughs> yeah, and that's what like, we got. <laughs> I'd love to know what he's thinking in this movie. Like, Con Air isn't a bad movie, but watching Nicolas Cage in Con Air. Mm, it, that's like, bad. And, I, and I would challenge you. Turn turn the sound off of Conair. <laughs> like he'll deliver lines, and he's like, you just kind of see him. You're like, what is he talking about? You turn it on. He's like, yeah, I'd love some lunch. Like what? <laughs> that doesn't match up. But at how? All. <laughs> yeah, what is he talking about? Uh, I, they I said my favorite cage movies are Cop Outs and it's National Treasure. I love them. Yeah. 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 Love. Would it shock you to know that in the Nick Cage bracket, the March Madness style bracket, that uh it ended up being The Rock versus Spider Man into the Spider Verse for the, for Not the at top all. scene? I, I love that. I <laughs> okay. love that. He was Spider Man Noir, right? Yeah. 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 Oh, it was great. 
It was and, so I was listening like, is that Nicolas Cage? Like, this is so exciting. <laughs> I, I thought I had the room convinced too that Into the Spider Verse would win, and then, then the Drews got me. The Rock is, won. The Rock oh, yeah. won. Yes. Yeah, okay, yeah. that's it's alert. very fair. It's yeah. very fair. But I, I would have. Yeah, that would be a great. I idea. also I, realized. I think, I think it's great. I also realized later on that we seeded the bracket wrong, um, which didn't what help. <laughs> Instead of doing like you know one eight top bottom, and yeah, we we had one eight, but then the next one was like three five or whatever and three five should have been on the opposite side like guys guys i think we did it it was like halfway through and i was like oh no wait why is three and why is three going against one in the second round or whatever this is a this isn't right some some great bracket talk but we had like we had like great bracket oh man we had like the rock versus uh versus national treasure in like the second round i was like we did something wrong this isn't right this is this can't be right it was a tough it was a tough beat for national treasure it was uh, it really was (laughs) Sometimes you get those. Yeah. <laughs> sometimes, sometimes it happens. It I can't wait for uh, Bracketology, the movie, to come out. That's going to be my favorite <laughs> sports movie. Ooh, I can't wait. <laughs> you spoke about not Nick Cage's acting on Con Air, which is impeccable. It really went all which out. Which is great. Yeah, of course. We all agree. Um, they said within 12 days of rapping on set of Con Air, he was filming Face Off. Oh, my oh absolutely. So there you go. <laughs> it makes so, so much enough. sense that way. <laughs> I don't. I don't even know how he had time to buy that island and the dinosaur. <laughs> oh, dude! And also, if you look up Drew, if you're looking up Nicolas Cage, if you look up how many movies he does a year, it's wild. It's it's mind boggling. Like four or five, right? No, no. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Vastly oh, no, less or more. <laughs> it's definitely more. Oh, it's more. It's, let me let me see. Because he's, I, I don't like know. he's he's had years where he's done like twelve. Yeah, oh, this, I I, well, I was just like looking through Amazon Prime or whatever the other day, and I saw three new Nick Cage movies I had never even heard of before that were yeah. like released directly yeah. to streaming devices, mm-hmm. and I was like, how did I miss this? And also, why is he doing this? Because it goes straight straight to streaming. Yeah, he's got one. It's, you're like, uh, oh. Oh shoot! I'm forgetting what the name of it was. I actually watched one the other night that you guys would absolutely love. A Nick Cage uh, movie or straight to streaming? It was, uh, both. Oh, <laughs> yes, <okay. laughs> yes is the answer to your question. Uh, uh, yeah. I, it was a. Uh, it was supposed to be like a horror film, so my wife was like, "We gotta watch this." Was it and Mandy? It is called Mandy. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have y'all seen oh, Mandy? Never heard. Which one is that? No, that's Drive Angry. That's Drive Angry. Yeah. <laughs> Mandy is one of the weirdest freaking movies I've ever seen in my life. And it is, it is Wicker Man meets uh, Moonstruck. It is freaking incredible in terms no, of Nick Cage's really? performance. He is off the really? wall the whole time. Yeah. Is, was that straight nice. to streaming? All right, that's the first time. I had, I'd never freaking heard of it until I just saw it on Shudder or whatever. I thought it was on, in theaters. Well, there's also on one that. called like Mom and Dad or something that yeah. I saw for the first time the other day. And man, there's just trying to find his go through his IMDb page is a nightmare. It's a lot. It's a lot. Well, but in the year, of, in the Nick, year he did Mandy, he did eight movies. Wow, oh that's insane. The, the thing about Nick Cage is he is like the actor embodiment of the phrase "even a, a blind squirrel finds a nut" every now and then. Absolutely. Like if you just keep making enough movies, if you, one no. of them. Has to be good by sheer odds. Yeah, the law of probability says that one of these has to be good. Doesn't but also, Shirley's he's an Oscar nom like 
didn't he win an Oscar for yeah. leaving, for Las, leaving Vegas? Las Vegas? That's Shirley yeah. says that in community during the Nick Cage episode. She, because I it's like, well, he won an Oscar. And she's like, well, if I spent my whole career just yelling at random uh, volumes, I might get an Oscar too, or something like that. <laughs> like a well, like hundred movies. Okay, I guess we I, could I've do heard that. like acting, like the profession is kind of a paradox because like to be a good actor, you have to accurately depict like real life, feelings and emotions mm-hmm. but the more famous you get the more the less you got to do it the we- well, the weirder your life is to where you can no longer yeah. you don't interact with normal mm-hmm. people you mm-hmm. have to have 24 bodyguards between you and normal people it's, it's called the johnny Absolutely. depp effect <laughs> oh, man. I, man wow <laughs> wow johnny depp reading those stories this past week i was just like what world like what planet is this that you are on currently what planet um, is grounds for a divorce someone <laughs> pooping in your marriage bed sorry defecating i was like did i read this right i don't i don't know what this happening. is what happened my, my favorite is just him saying it was either her or somebody else that she knew yeah <laughs> right? you know what? it was either her or one of her flunkies like what I was too high on cocaine to know the difference. Yeah. He's actually that said like, that in a freaking, in a courtroom. Like, it's unbelievable. That is I was wild. Like, oh, you know, hey, that's not legal. Did someone tell you that? <laughs> Did you clear. not know? <laughs> Did you, were you not aware? Um, but uh, speaking of straight to streaming, I know that was a little far back and kind of a stretch, but Crawford <laughs> and I uh, watched Greyhound the other night. Oh, which, yeah released straight to streaming yeah they, july, july 10th we watched it last night about greyhound what's greyhound so it's the tom hanks movie where he is oh. the uh, boat captain taking american soldiers and supplies over to europe during world war ii and they're being hunted by uh u-boats german u-boats really and, yeah um, see i'd never heard of it either thank you matt i feel good it was yeah. so interesting i i actually really enjoyed it it's not like the best uh, war movie but it's, I've ever it does seen. Job and but oh yeah, it was really it's good. An it was... Hour and a half. They uh, come in. It they, they introduce the premise pretty early on of like they are these ships have to get from America to the Allies uh, over on uh, across the Atlantic. But they're safe as long as they've got air protection. But planes don't have enough fuel to go all the way across or halfway and back. So there's like a forty-eight hour window. Is that yeah. right? Yeah. That what they're not safe and then yeah. the u-boats are just so like coasted american planes can take you about a quarter of the way and then uh european planes can pick you up on the other quarter but like, like in, the middle, zone in the middle yeah it's called the pit wow it's just like a dead space and basically that's where the u-boats live and they're just like blowing up anybody and and tom what? hanks is in charge of the one warship that's got to defend all of these like a c- civilian ships oil ships all of these like well, i guess there's two or three other like british ships with them but yeah. it, and so he's like zigzagging back and forth across their whole fleet trying to find where these u-boats are popping up and sinking his ships like in the back in the front on the sides it's really interesting yeah it, w- it was good uh apparently tom hanks was kind of pissed that uh it didn't go to theaters because he was like it's a war movie right they're better in theaters you get that full experience. yeah but then Apple paid him $70 million to release it Gosh. on Apple streaming. And he was like, all right. He's like, and you know what, guys? Some people have home theaters. Like, actually, <laughs> just let it stream. Like, give it a chance. I'm like, okay. Uh, you'd be a little more upset. No, no. 
uh, I just uh, I just went back to your IMDb page and saw that Emerson Heights comes out or is coming out this year. Is it out already? Yeah. I think it's out. <laughs> you think it's out? What does that mean? I think it's out. I think it's out. What is what is that? What's your role in this? With who is Vic? So there's when I was in LA, we we lived in a in a house with five five people and they're all like creatives and actors or writers or whatever and me and jt like wrote stuff we we got to write stuff and and sell you know shows we did we only sold one script for movies but we sold um tv shows and that was a blast cool um so for whatever reason some somebody in the house was like hey like writing's not writing's not that hard to do you can just do it and make it and i was like okay cool like that's sure i'm not gonna i'm not gonna argue writing writing can be easy depending on what you want to write you know right that's fine someone wrote this movie uh names don't need to be mentioned <laughs> and it was so nonsensical <laughs> and the reason was to get in real life a real life relationship to to bring someone back and we were contractually obligated to be in said movie ah, so that's wild <laughs> so oh, you're yeah. So you've you own this and you're you're fired up about it. When when are you? I don't I don't own it. Oh, did you mean did you mean own it like own up? Like, I meant like do you have a copy of the movie? But either way, absolutely not. I <laughs> I do not. Um, yeah, I don't I don't have a copy. Uh, but you're looking forward to seeing it soon for the first time. Can't wait! Can't wait to see it. I have a question, not about that. <laughs> off that you said like you sold a couple of shows how does uh -huh. that work how do you sell a script so so let's say kyle you're like man um me and drew and drew have been working on um bracketology you know the movie who told you so who my bad guys <laughs> sorry cats out of the bag <laughs> um so you get together and you put together a uh, an outline, and you're like, "Hey, I think I think this is a, a pretty decent story." Uh, is this a? I forgot if you guys told me if it was a movie or a show. Let's say show. Sure, yeah. So bracketology. You put together the movie that turns into a reoccurring six bracketology seasons, the, the movie, the series. Six it's seasons, a three cam movie. movie. Yeah, six seasons oh, in a movie, starring Kevin Costner. Multicam movie. Mr. Mr. Costner and Cage. <laughs> Reuniting at last. They switch faces. Um, <laughs> and all they do is switch faces. Which That's very short. <laughs> I watched Face Off last night, but I don't think it's that close. Um, <laughs> so for a show, you come up with like a series Bible, which is this is every character, their entire arc for the series. Oh wow. Not just the season, but who they are now, who they're gonna be at the end. Um, an idea of the world that we can expect to see these people in, uh, what journey they have, 
And just a recommendation, I would check out like Dan Harmon has story circles. I've seen, yeah. And he breaks down like Joseph Campbell's, like the hero's journey, yeah. the hero with a thousand feet. So he breaks it down into what can be perceived as a story. And it's like mm. 11, like the journey of this person. So in essence, do that in your own way for every character um, in the story. You know, where, where, why we care, who they are, what they mean to us, what they will mean to us, the relationships, um, how to build the world. So for a show, they want to see like, if we're going to put any money into this, what, what can we, what can we work with? And for a movie, you'll have like a, just a, a pitch sheet, right? Like a one pager. And it'll just say, you know, synopsis, budget, locations, cast, um, and how, how to, uh, market and then cool. your script. Um, so, I mean, selling is really just like anything else that you sell, you, you go in and it's like, this is me on a page. So, and this is our store. Sorry, go ahead, who, who are you selling to? Are you selling to a network, to a producer? I don't know. Uh, it, it, it depends. So, if it's a if it's a show, you're gonna go to you're gonna go to a network, right? Mm-hmm. Fox, um, TBS, uh, Viacom has a lot of a lot of things together. They house you know like Nickelodeon, MTV, VH1. So you'll go to these networks. Like, hey, I have I have this idea, and at best, they're like, hey, we love it. We'll we'll buy it. And we did, you know, futures contracts. Futures mm-hmm. contracts mean you have nothing to do with that show anymore. Wow. So they'll pay you X amount of money and you're... It's just gone. You, it's gone. For, to you, it's gone forever. Wow. But you get royalties Which off some, of it, whatever it does for the rest of the time. Possibly. Sometimes. Dang. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Goodness gracious. Sometimes. Like, you can say, like, hey, I'll, I'll take less, but I'd like a you know, written by, created by, because sometimes they'll take, they'll take bracketology and it'll come out like Tropic Thunder. Right. So they don't, they can change, which sometimes you can get screwed. They can change just enough to where they're like, yeah, I mean, well, Kyle wrote it, but he didn't write this, you know, right. so the story was by Kyle, but it's not written by Kyle. And they're like, I mean, yeah, but sure. <laughs> but so also, yeah. Yeah. But also, yeah, I did. Um, mm. so if they change a certain percentage, like 38% of something, it's no longer your work. That's like no wild. Longer, yeah. It's no longer. And Jewish. then you can't sell it again. I, right. Cause it's already been sold. No, it's already Ugh. been sold. It's not yours to sell. So if I were like, fine, if you guys are making something so different, you can sell it. They're like, Oh, go for it, homie. Sell <laughs> it. And they're like, you have, you owe us X amount of, Ugh. but if you were to get you know sued for that, they'd owe you on you'd owe them on what it could have been. So it could oh, be, man. you know, $3 million lawsuit and you sold it for, you know, 200,000. It's not what you get sued for. Oh my gosh. That's, that is yeah. wild. That, that doesn't seem like it's a sustainable industry, but obviously it's the most yeah. sustainable industry that we've ever well, known. You think, you think about like right now that you have off, off the top of your head, I bet you could list 12 streaming services. Right. You know? Peacock um, coming out this week. Not the podcast you deserve brought to you by NBC's Peacock. 
That's a thing? I, I didn't hear about that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I did too. Uh, oh, wow. I was okay. like, man, I guess I didn't hear about that one. Um, but it is. Like, Peacock, and NBC has there. So Netflix was like, man, we're killing it. And then all these, like HBO, HBO Max, hmm. uh, Amazon Prime, Amazon Now, HBO Now, HBO Family Now, Peacock, uh, yeah. you know, Hulu, YouTube TV. And it's like, all of these things need content. Because if you're going to be individualized which we're going to cable tv now because whatever but (laughs) they're all going to be their individual entities so they're like man like netflix what are the what are the top three shows that someone would stream on netflix just off the top i don't know just i'm just guessing you know like office yeah office parks and rec yeah parks and rec those are all going to be gone that's crazy oh because they'll go to the they'll go to peacock or whatever friends that went to hbo max uh oh okay parks and rec or those are on nbc seinfeld went to hulu i don't know where seinfeld went i think it was Um, hbo max too so community just got put on netflix is community about to be taken off netflix and put on yahoo streaming service or (laughs) if yahoo has has their service that they can pay for enough so it goes back to like contracts it's like hey we own you until Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. Right. That, like I'm so sweating just thinking about, about how stressful that would be. Goodness gracious. Yeah. So they're like, we need, you know, if you look at Netflix originals outside of Stranger Things or something, mm-hmm. like look at their original movies. Like, they're, they're not great. Most are misses. Yeah. They, underground. They, they have a lot of money because there's so many people that are subscribers. So they have about. Who said know, Six Underground I, is a bad movie? Was that you, Matt? <laughs> oh, man. I. I the car chase me. in the beginning. Oh, Six Underground is freaking phenomenal. That is the movie Michael uh, Bay and Ryan Reynolds were meant to make. We I needed tried that. multiple times to get through that. Oh my gosh! Could not, could not make it. Six I, Underground I and Extraction. Yeah. Oh man, Extraction was awesome. But no, you, you, made, you made a point <laughs> of them like they buy it and then they can change it and they can put spin it however they want. But a lot of Netflix originals are like foreign films that were released and sold and then Netflix bought them up and now they're Netflix originals, which I think yeah, is interesting. I'm this so I can do whatever I want. Like, mm-hmm. okay, well, That's yeah. wild. Okay, cool. And it's, and it's also why Netflix comes out with like a new comedy special every 48 hours. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah a new original Netflix comedy. And you're like, really? Again? How, when did you film that? <laughs> <laughs> when did you have the time? Really. Yeah. So That's they, they just, you don't, it's about right now it's about volume yeah it's not about yeah and you know drew's point before like even blind squirrels find they're like one of these has to be good right yeah. mm-hmm. and that's what i wanted they're to ask you as you as like an artist because like to me as like a viewer i feel like there's too much stuff that like i could watch right now so instead of like trying a new one because i don't know if it's gonna be good because i'm assuming it's probably not i'm just gonna rewatch community again because like i don't want to invest any time into something that like it's probably going to suck. I don't, want to get, yeah, I don't want to put so much time in and like this didn't pay off at all. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's hard to imagine as you as like an artist, like are you more like, would you prefer it to be less volume so that it's better stuff out there so you don't have to film, uh, <laughs> you don't have to make the uh, Emerson Heights movie or like what it like? You know, I think to me, I, I think it's, we're talking about sports movies today, but everyone, everyone here... <laughs> played sports right and i'd say everyone has some form of competitiveness so to me i'm like it makes it that much more exciting because you're like 
there's been X amount of these movies a year. There's been X amount of this has already been made and there's nothing new under the sun. Yeah. Um, but I think how you make something more unique is make something more specific. Um, and, you know, bracketology is like, oh, well, if we if we hone in and make this so, so specific, to, it's like, hey, I've never I've never seen that because I think people want to be entertained and that new sports movie that's about, you know, like the blind kicker from it's like, I've never seen that. That's an right. interesting angle. So yeah. mm -hmm. I think your it just makes your job a little bit harder. But I mm -hmm. think in turn makes the payoff so much greater because, you know, man, we have so much going against us and studios. If you're selling a movie script, you're going to go to the studios. Right. Mm -hmm. So, you know, which is uh, 20th Century Fox, uh, MGM, Universal, yeah. all, of, all of those, yeah, A21. So we're going to go to the movie houses um, and like, hey, this is this is kind of our, our story and this is this is why you should care. Mm. But there's so there's so many that to make your voice heard you really you really have to just kind of dig in and like okay i'm, I'm gonna sell my soul to this script right and make it something a that that i would care about like kyle cox like i would i would watch this because if you're writing something that even you wouldn't watch why would anyone else right mm -hmm. exactly yeah this movie sucks you're like then stop <laughs> then don't it doesn't like, like, yeah you're not like fire enough to write it you right. know mm -hmm. and you know Crawford's point fired up. They might not have been stoked to write, but I'm sure they got to the point where like, dude, this is a this is a blast. I'm not like this is my life's work and this they're like this needs to be told because I laugh every time I read this. Mm -hmm. And someone's gonna enjoy it, you know? But if you don't have that, write something else. That's cool. Mm. And just to be clear, Although it is a fun joke, we're not actually writing anything called bracketology at this point. But I, I think I know I think we should now. You we convinced might start. me that we should. Yeah. yeah, I think I think the four of us should get in a room. I think we are now. Uh, yeah, like as you were talking, I was like, man, I'm freaking fired up to write the first draft of Bracketology tonight. Yeah, Matt, we're not even yeah. recording this podcast right now. We're just <laughs> trying to get ideas for. Uh, we're not recording. <laughs> I forgot. Welcome to the Bracketology Brain Session. Uh, <laughs> oh. We are. Switched. Oh this my all gosh, been our intro. that's funny. Um, no, but I, I think it's an interesting concept too. You talk about um, like you, you only going back to to shows you trust because there's so many shows out there. And like as an avid movie lover, and I can't wait for theaters to open. We've all talked about this. Like the theaters is what we want uh, oh, yeah. post COVID, um, just to go experience that. But there's all these remakes and. Uh, spinoffs or sequels that are being made to these franchises and like the obvious response is like i don't want that i i want a new story i want something else out there but the studios aren't making as much money either and they need some for sure money makers and so mm -hmm. that's why furious why nine new Ghostbusters and mm -hmm. yeah furious 14 and you'll see a remake again of oceans and yeah these angels not Nobody wants to be the guy that put their neck out for for a Rocky, 
mm-hmm. you know, the first Rocky. No one wants to be that guy that's like, hey, we'll we'll put in 10 mil and it just bombs. Like mm-hmm. we that's why you're not seeing a lot of new stuff, which I hate for I hate the remakes and I hate redos and I hate revamp. I'm like, they're talking about, well, we'll just erase the last three Star Wars and you just heard last year, like, we're not going to touch Star Wars for five years. And they're like, we made like 10 billion off these Star Wars movies. Like, it looks Expect like we're reopening. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, last year, wait and start fresh. And it's, it's like, what do you, like, let it sit. Make mm-hmm. something new. Right. Yeah. yeah. Which Wars, I think. They're like, I want to do Wild Wild West in space. That was it. <laughs> right. Do something, do something cool. One of the things I've heard about studios is that kind of doing the nick cage approach um i don't know if it's still this way but it used to be you know we'll make 10 movies assuming one of them will hit it big right yeah and that one movie will pay for the other nine and of those 10 movies we're only going to do two that are new like Mm. not not connected to Mm. any type of intellectual property before dang that's really cool I would, I would love to know how like Memento, how Christopher Nolan got Memento off the ground. Um, I, I wonder like what you, movie, uh, I, oh, no, I don't know. I would love to. I wonder like what movie that studio like had to do so that like Memento could get off he, the he, ground, you know? Sorry, go he, ahead, Drew. he made his like original, uh, what was that one? The, the following. The following. The following. He, and he went to like indie show, like uh, yeah. what's South by Southwest? What are those called? The Canes Festival. Just yeah. film festivals, film festivals. Film festivals, and he like showed his movie, and then would ask the audience to fund his next movie. No, and then yeah, that that's like real. yeah, yes, that's no the way. way to do it. Yeah, crowdsourced Memento. Oh my gosh, pretty much. And I'm sure that, after he got X amount of money from the crowdsourcing, he went to a studio or some kind of entity dang. that produced it, whatever yeah. that means. But. <laughs> No, but th- there really is like studios are for hurting for money in a sense, not as much as, you know, the actors who are grinding it out and getting robbed, but they are hurting too. And they're only going to make movies that they know have are going to make money. Yeah. And so that's why as audience members who love movies, we need to go out there and financially support the things that you agree with, the movies that you want to see, those indie films, those different films, those new stories like you need to support them with your money. So the that I, more and the I promise too. I won't illegally watch Tenet whenever it drops. I swear <laughs> to God, I will pay money. I swear for it. I will pay to see it. <laughs> Just release no. it already. But, but the, the raid is a great point. It's a phenomenal movie. It cost a million dollars to make it, and like however many years later, ten years later, it's made ten million, which is like t- uh, was that ten thousand? Like a, a thousand? I love watching you do math. This is my favorite thing. <laughs> An incredible return on investment, but not really for the Hollywood industry. Like yeah. they are spent, they, it costs only a million to make. And these Hollywood blockbuster movies cost 200 million, $300 million to make, but they're making billion dollars, hmm. you know? Looking, but looking at those like billion, right? Looking at, let's say Avengers, right? Infinity War mm-hmm. made $1.6 billion. Right. Of that though, it's what 300 million to marketing mm-hmm. um so robert Downey jr got 75 million yeah, from each exactly. one so, so you have, yeah you have 300 million to cast whereas you look at like blumhouse which is my or a21 which are my favorite like boutique 
Little Ones. Okay. Like Bad Robot is now big. That's J.J. Abrams. Yeah. Uh, Monkey Paw, that's Jordan Peele. They're decently boutique, but like A21's pretty big, but it's a smaller film house. So they'll have like micro budget movies, which is like two or three million dollars. But of that, they're like, hey, we're going to do everything is going to be small, but really meaningful. Instead of like spam blasting, we'll go to like six people that really, really trust us for our product so we can spend as little. So our returns are actually our returns. Right. So we have a thousand percent, you know, return. We actually have like 900 of that we, that we actually see instead of like, we got a thousand, but we actually made 100% because that's all we get to keep. Mm. So for now, studios are like, hey, we'll, we'll go to the A21s and we'll go to, and mm. actually, I don't know if you guys listen to also other podcasts mm-hmm. or like other other things. I know you said Dark is this, Timeline. This is not our original idea. Is, are there other podcasts? <laughs> other people I talk? Never, but like uh, the it started in quarantine, but the Russo brothers started doing like pizza film school. Yes, that's awesome. That? Yes. Okay. So, so like we're doing now, they're like, hey, let's, my favorite thing is like behind the scenes information that I didn't know. Mm-hmm, that's my mm-hmm. favorite thing about just learning <laughs> stuff. So they do random rant, like, Hey, let's break, let's watch this movie and let's just break it down. We talked to the director, we talked to the writer and I love, I love hearing specifics because that's, Mm -hmm. that's so fun to me. Like, man, you know, we shot this, like breaking down the sandlot. Like we only shot, like we didn't have any money for a set. Like we shot in Utah, like we had a thousand dollars. So we like, found a dude that was getting rid of a tree and planted a tree and built a tree house. Like wow. everything was real. We like, we didn't have money. So we built, we like our crew built a park. Like we didn't, we didn't have anything. And it's like, really? like, that's so cool. Yeah. That's so cool. They're just like, screw it, man. I'm just, I believe in this enough that I'm just going to, I'm just going to go for it. And those things are so cool to me, especially, mm. especially money things. So oh yeah. Cool well, listening to Mark Hamill talk uh, about uh, Empire Strikes Back with him a couple yeah. weeks ago, and just like the side stories of how like Alec Guinness and Harrison Ford were like, "This movie sucks. This isn't gonna make what? any money," and then it's the greatest movie of all time. I don't want to do like I don't yeah. want to do that. right. Like, okay, Harrison Ford was like, "As soon as I'm done, like I got to get out. Of it. Like I have I have a a thing that I need to shoot because this isn't gonna make me any money. I'm losing right. money doing this." Yeah. Mm. It's that's insane. so cool it's th- those sort of stuff are like that's 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 the reason for watching that stuff to me yeah. you get so many good nuggets that's, from that stuff that's I love. and that's like we like i was talking about this last week we did a deep dive on the raid last week have you seen the raid matt i i've seen it i don't remember it that well i've only seen it once there's not many movies i've only seen once there I've you only go seen the raid one. so we were talking about how like you know some people watch movies to be like, this was act one. This was the rising action. This is act two. This is where uh, act three begins. And like, that's not why I watch a movie, but I will like try to do that. Like sometimes. Yeah. Um, but like the real reason like, I watch movies is just to like enjoy it. And then I would rather know about like the little stuff, like how the movie got yeah. made. Like that stuff's yeah. way more cool to me than like, what was uh, this absolutely. person's like, you know, personal drive? What was, what was his what was your, what was your memory? For, how'd you cry? right what was your motivation behind this scene like that's not really for me but um yeah that's that's really cool man 
Um, I don't know how long we've been going now. This is a long time. Uh, does, does anybody have, Matt, do, you, do you have to go or like, are you cool to continue? Does anybody have like more? Or, I, I would love to sit and talk all day. I know that everybody else has lives though. So, so Kyle wants to leave. That's what no, I'm, no, no. Yeah, that's, still that's got, what I'm hearing. I've still I'm, got like eight questions that I had for Matt, but like we just talked so long with everything else that I, I, like, do, uh, I do have one kind of like light, easy one. we Usually we talk about, uh, you know, what's going on in our cinematic universes every week, kind of like what you've been watching, uh, what you've been experiencing the last couple weeks or so. Uh, so Matt, do you have anything like in your life that you're binging right now during quarantine or like favorite movies that you're rewatching? So I've been watching Naruto actually is what I've been binging. Uh, <laughs> okay. Nice. So the reason is because it's great. I, you know, I love, I love all shows. It is great. But I love I love all shows, but I love like world building because it's so hard mm. to do well, mm-hmm. um, and like actual character building. Have you and, heard about John Wick? <laughs> have you heard about Mr. John Rich? There's it's the movies. best world building experience. He's a football <laughs> player, quarterback who is to replace. <laughs> he replace. It's called a scab player. He kills nine dogs. And- <laughs> This is wrong. Um, oh, man. 700 episodes of this show. Mm-hmm. And it's an anime. And uh, like every, every character goes through like just such an insane transformation. Mm-hmm. And their motivations are so deeply hidden. So like uncover and be like, oh my gosh, like this, it's so, it's so well done. So I've been watching it because if I watch if I watch like real stuff when I'm writing, I'll just, you know, be writing and like, and you know, and then this guy jams someone up against the wall with him and you're like, no, no, that's, no, nope, that's not it. That's yep. <laughs> fired up. So it'll kind of like, <laughs> so I have to, if I'm writing, I'll normally only watch animes. Um, because it won't, it won't seep into my brain except for how, how to build characters really well. Yeah. And, mm. and I think, the reason they have to do that, whether it's in the actual writing or the people that do like subtitles or dubs is so we in America can understand what's actually going on. Um, Cause they're all, you know, written in Japanese, performed in Japanese. So I think it, it might, it might just be that it's that well done um, originally, or it could, but I think I've been watching that and just have such a huge appreciation for world building. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's that's what I've been watching. Haley's been watching The Office again, and my sister Becky's been binging Seinfeld. So I've just kind of been hearing updates about those. Very nice. But yeah, really uncomfortable quips back and forth about situational comedy. Uh, yeah. Matt, Office or Parks and Rec? Okay, so this is a very hot take, mm-hmm. right? I I myself don't get uncomfortable very easily in in real life. Right. But when I watch The Office, I I get I get so uncomfortable that Michael Scott isn't uncomfortable in situations. I and I like my my stomach hurts and I'll get almost <laughs> nauseous in situations. But I can appreciate that each character is so well written, you know, yeah. that, that they are so intrinsically that all the time. Right. Um and the heart behind the characters I think is so great. I prefer if I'm gonna watch something, I would rather watch Parks and Rec. Right. There's more 
you know, um, Kyle, you said, you know, I, I like watching, I like watching things so I can escape. My mm -hmm. life isn't rough. Like that. Right. <laughs> it's, it's been a long day or I just need a laugh or I want to feel kind of sad. So mm -hmm. I, I'll turn something on so I can just dive into that world and, you know, visit Pawnee for a day or visit Scranton for a day. Mm -hmm. That's why I love watching stuff, watching like things. Um, so Pawnee is way more fun for me to like stop by and visit for a little bit. Yeah, absolutely. Office. The office is a little bit more work for me, but I, I, I do enjoy the place. I think that's what yeah. Crawford said too. I think Crawford, didn't you say you like can't, you're, yeah. yeah. No, that's, you can't that's get like through an episode. To a, that's to a T how I feel about The Office. I appreciate how yeah. funny it is and yeah, like, recognize what it did for comedy, but like, bro, yeah. can't watch more than like you know, two yeah. episodes. Like, oh, I'm like, okay, well, that's good. We can turn it off. Let's turn it off. Yeah. I feel like yeah. Parks and Rec was like, whoever created Parks and Rec, like watched The Office and was like, I could probably do this a lot better. And then he went and I did it a lot better. Not, you know, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, what if the characters were still kind of funny and quirky, but weren't the worst? But weren't the worst. <laughs> like, yeah, let's try that one out. What if you kind of liked them instead of feeling awkward around yeah. them? We were, we were literally talking about this last night because, you know, Haley is watching it, but some of my siblings are like, I love The Office so much more. I was like, I just, I can't. I can't. It, it, it literally hurts my stomach. Uh, let's see. Matt, we did an episode earlier. I believe it was episode three. Is our top 10 favorite TV shows. What are mm -hmm. some of your favorite TV shows? You don't have to do a top 10 necessarily. Um, and to like uh, kind of show you where the bar is, Drew Allen had like a British show that was like from YouTube called like Taskmaster so, or something. So, so I... Oh, what'd you say? I listened to the episode. Oh, no, nice. did you? Oh, great. I thought you would tell me you've seen Taskmaster so I, on YouTube, and I was about to say that. That's I nice. originally made my top 10 list very similar to Kyle's and then realized I have Parks and Rec. I have, I have all of these shows that are all the same flavor. And I was like, I like a lot of different types of shows. So we ended up with Gallivant and Taskmaster and whatever I'm not mad else. about it. I'm not upset. I think I'm, my list is better than yours. So. <laughs> you guys broke it down into like, you know, the crime shows, like the feel good. I was like, I appreciate that. Well, they did. I didn't. I was just like, these yeah. ones will make me laugh. These 10. <laughs> I, I would agree. You know, a lot of, a lot of the shows that you guys chose, I, I really, I really enjoy. Um, I, I really, I love community. Um, I love high level comedy mm. and death, like Rick and Morty. I, I, it's not one of my favorite shows, but the payoff to the jokes is so good. Cause I think oh, Dan yeah. Harmon is intelligent. Yes. Uh, and that, that always, that always impresses me. Um, I really enjoy new girl. The rewatchability is big on the show for me. Um, the wire. I really, I love my guy. Um, that's what I'm talking uh, about. I, love Scrubs, I know that's, I think that was your number one. Mm -hmm. Um, and I scrubs was scrubs on all three of your list. It was not on mine. It was close. Okay. It did well, not make mine. Kyle was um, acting out. He wanted to be different. I was trying to be different. I wasn't trying to go uh, British game show only seen on YouTube different, but I was. He wasn't going Gallivant different. Just <laughs> I'm getting a lot of hate. I'm getting a lot of hate from my co-hosts. But I really enjoyed it. Cool. Uh, but a lot, of, a lot of the shows that you guys said outside of Gallivant were... <laughs> 
were on were on were on my list. I thought you guys kind of curated a a really a really good well matter of fact Arrested Development Thirty yeah. Rock Freaks yeah. and Geeks. Uh, I've never seen I Freaks and that. Geeks. Okay, I need to I, do that. You got if you if you enjoy my pitch for Freaks and Geeks. If you enjoy like the Judd Apatow universe, mm-hmm. um, you know, kind of broken people and how they become whole but it's mm-hmm. it's in like kids i think it's it's one of the better done shows and it was three years before it's time okay because that was that's seth rogan when he's like 15 right or something like seth that rogan, Franco, james franco Shia yeah. LaBeouf, martin star oh wow okay uh, i didn't know that yeah. uh it's i mean busy phillips linda cardellini there's a lot of oh wow a lot of it's first roles jason siegel there's a lot of people before oh. they were anybody. I'm going to go watch now. I'm going to watch tonight. I'm, I'm fired up. I can't wait. I would, recommend, I would recommend this TV show to anybody. Cool. Mm. Okay. And there's, there's hard stuff. There's funny, super awkward, but yeah, they, they, it's one of my favorites, but it only got one season. So everyone oh, okay. was like, I don't think I get it. And it was Judd Apatow's first thing. Dang. Like, hey, that was actually pretty good, but we can't go back and, and redo it. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. And then his next thing was super bad. No, that didn't realize awesome. that. That's amazing. That's mm-hmm. a fairly meteoric rise to go from one season to freaking the best comedy of the yeah. year, whenever they came out. Golly. And then, you know, at some point he made funny people. So, you know, it really balances out. <laughs> yeah, it's balancing it, it did balance out pretty well. That's funny. Um, yeah. So he had a lot of scripts written. And that was that was it. He didn't he didn't write super bad though. Okay, um, because that was Seth Rogen uh, and somebody that, else. That was Seth Rogen, but Seth was like, because Seth uh, wrote an episode of Freaks and Geeks. Okay, cool. Um, and he's you know he's Canadian, yeah. and he came down and before he left, he's like, hey, you know, I got I got a couple things that me and my buddy Evan have worked on, um, and they wrote. Uh, super bad for them in grade school but he had just done freaks and geeks of them in grade school and he's like well you know we're a little older now so we can't do it he's like what about like high school he's like yeah i don't know i don't know if i could play high school again um and literally was like okay well let's let's go for it rewrite it and do and that was the next thing he did that's directed but he didn't write it but yeah Okay, awesome. Uh, Matt, are you a fan of Spider-Man movies? Absolutely. Matt, best Spider-Man and best Spider-Man movie. Go. Okay. To me, I think it's, a, it's almost an unfair question because I think one of the better movies, better superhero movies that's ever been made is Spider-Verse. I think it's so, right on. It's so well done. Mm-hmm. Uh, and... Yeah, I, I just think it's such it's such a beautiful movie and the story's so amazing. But I actually talked to Crawford about this. It's a very skewed answer because I think the best Spider-Man is Tom Holland. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But my favorite, my favorite was the first Spider-Man because that was my introduction to superhero movies. I thought you were about to say Andrew Garfield, and I was about to just leave, so I just unplugged the no. mic and walk out. <laughs> I trusted you. <laughs> I trust you. <laughs> but it's so nostalgic to me. Of yeah. like, I remember watching that and was like, this is so cool. Absolutely. Now, looking back, I'm like, man, 
<laughs> how things have changed. I, yeah. To be better. But I think, I think the best Spider-Man is um, Tom Holland. I, I think, you know, I, I love, I love comics and seeing an actual high school quirky, but cool. And I, I really appreciate uh, that they did like a true homage to who Peter Parker is in the comics. I think that's so cool. Yeah. Um, and he doesn't have, you know, like paralyzing fear of, you're like, okay, he's not, he's not, he doesn't have Asperger's. He's just, thank you. Kind of like a quirky high school kid. Um, but I, I think getting to walk through that story with like, and I'm, I think Tom Holland's such an amazing actor, mm-hmm. um, like classically trained British actor. I was like, okay, super talented. So to be able to have such a fun role that he does so well, and I'm like, oh, you know, you think of Tony Stark is Robert Downey Jr. Robert Downey Jr. only. Mm-hmm. Um, and to me, I don't know if it's that all the way yet for Tom Holland. Right. But when I think of Spider-Man, I think of Tom Holland. When I'm reading comics, I think of Tom Holland. Mm. Are you a big comic book guy? Love comic. I'm diehard. Awesome. I was a little kid. Me too. Comics are great. Yeah. The original I, medium. Okay. Well, my question is, in comics, are you DC or Marvel? <sighs> Originally, I was DC, and okay. and and. And until like recently, I've just been so anti DC the past like seven years that like I've stopped. But like I grew up with Superman and Batman comics; those were like my go-to. And then even kind of the Flash for some a little bit. I know Drew Crawford tried to get me on the Flash, um, but after a while, like he's just gonna run around in a circle around the guy, like regardless of what the guy's doing or like you know who he is, he's gonna run around in a circle really fast. I can't even with you right now. It's a bad, it's a bad gimmick. <laughs> but like when. The first time I think I read a Deadpool comic, that changed oh, yeah. my life forever. Because so I was like, yeah. oh, you can do this in a comic book? Great. Yeah. And then they came out with the movie, and I was like, there's no way. Yeah. yeah. And then you see you see Deadpool in X-Men Origins Wolverine, and you're like, oh, <laughs> like I really wish you'd get the real thing. And you guys really screwed this up. Exactly. And then, and then Ryan Reynolds comes back, and it's all good, and it's yeah. great. But, yeah, up until recently, I was DC. But I think just – like it's really hard to separate the two mediums to me. I'm also dumb, so DC universe. Yeah, like I'll hear like those characters talk in my head, like the actors do, you know. And it's just hard for me to get past like Ben Affleck now. Like I, I liked Ben Affleck, but also at the same time, like I just it's it's tough. Have you seen the way back? Yeah. Are you talking about Ben Affleck as Daredevil or Ben Affleck as? Oh, great Batman? point. <laughs> Good point. No, as as Batman. Uh, he's a better Batman than he was a Daredevil, though, which is. Uh, he's a better daredevil and i think he's one of the worst superheroes ever <laughs> i think ben affleck is daredevil is one of the worst superhero performances and i, I think that over that what do you think sure. what do you think is more taboo ben affleck playing an mcu character and a dc character or chris evans playing chris evans. two mcu characters two mcu characters well what about you have a what's his name ryan reynolds too yeah green lantern that's and- a good point Deadpool, and, I feel like, doesn't even count. And two as a types comic of Deadpools. That's a good <laughs> yeah. point. He used two types of Deadpools and Green Lantern. That's tough. And uh, what's his name? Josh Brolin was Josh Jonah Brolin, Hex. Thanos, and Cable, and, and Jonah Hex. Hex. Yeah. yeah. 
And then like, Chris oh, yeah, Evans has been like in six different comic yeah. book adaptations of a movie. Yeah, because yeah, of like, Count uh, yeah. Scott Pilgrim. Scott Pilgrim vs. the World and then Losers yeah. and all that. Yeah, I forgot about Losers. Mm-hmm. Losers is a definite, definite one. And he was you're like, okay, come on, guys. That was the that was the game changer for me was reading Deadpool for the first time and being like, I don't want to read anything oh, yeah. else from now on. Yeah. This is it. This is my niche. I, yeah. I, I I went down the comic book aisle excited to pick up a new hobby of like, I'm going to get into this. I'm going to go find a Deadpool comic to read. And then two guys started walking down the aisle. And it's just like, actually, the original origin of this character just... And they started fighting the about... Yeah. <laughs> buy your comic books online like an adult you don't have to get you don't have to get judged by everybody else there I just saw my future like 10 years down the line of me if I pick up this comic book that will be me walking down this aisle in 10 years I was like you know what <laughs> I have to put this down now <laughs> <laughs> come pick me up <laughs> So Matt, do you have anything uh, you're working on right now that you want to pitch, or you want to tell the tell the people at home, all of our listeners in Japan, uh, if you want to? I want to pitch. Your I want to pitch this podcast. Actually, I think there's not there are a lot of digestible medias, but I think people talking about movies and shows is I don't know. I think it's not done enough. And I think you guys do a you guys do a really good job of just having a good time. And it's it's very often that there's a combination of people knowing their stuff and also being enjoyable to listen to. Uh, because Kyle, I actually do enjoy listening to you guys. <laughs> Although <laughs> I do have my IP address from Japan. So <laughs> whatever. Um, but yeah, I want to plug this. You guys do an awesome job, and you guys are a blast to just kind of get to banter with but also just to listen to. So I would, I would just say, keep it up. Cause I know you guys are going to blow up very soon, but uh, we've already quit our no. daytime jobs actually. So it yeah. needs to be we like tomorrow. Quit. Well, we got fired. There's a difference. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. But I like to say quit. Um, yeah. So, so truly, truly I, I, if I had to plug something, it'd be this, but really thank you guys for having me on. Dude, so much fun! You're ready. You're in for next week too, right? You're you're you've signed on to be a co-host, the fourth member. Every every Saturday, ranking the best feet in all of TV. Kind <laughs> of weird, but sure. Seriously, any anytime you want to come on, you're more than welcome. Uh, this was this was a blast. Thanks for coming on today. Yeah, man, absolutely, man. And looking forward to running with bulls and boxing movie that was untitled, right? Boxing movie. It's it's untitled. <laughs> tentatively called all time but i'm not sure feel cool. free to use bracketology if it works <laughs> uh, i can't wait for the brainstorm session bracketology technically the second brainstorm <laughs> when you come on next we'll have a script we'll have you uh produce it for us whatever that means for matt and whatever script, we'll have that <laughs> thank you so much and thank you at home for listening in uh the audience we need uh, if you would like to write in at ntpydpodcast at gmail.com, we'd love to read your emails, see what you have to say, see how much you loved talking and listening to Matt Sewell as much as we did. Or if you'd like to write at us at ntpydpodcast on Twitter, we are there also. Thank you all so much. And thank you, Matt. Thank you guys so much. Have an awesome day. Awesome weekend. Thank you guys for tuning in. <laughs>